Hi, Katie Jones. Hi, Ryan Dergy. What are you doing? Well, I'm just, you're, um, you're kind of cutting into my bedtime. It's not that late, but now we'll get into it. But now I'm, uh, All I'm right, some... you have to wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I have to wake up quite early. So, but that's okay. You know what? I'm doing it for you and I'm excited to have us back together for a quick update episode. Well, I don't I know, know if it'll I'm be quick, so but excited about this. Yeah, and let me just say that you literally just called me out because you said I'm wearing a face mask so I can't go on video. And I said, Oh, I thought I thought you were at home. And you said, Well, of course I'm at home. That's why I'm putting on a face mask, dum dum. <laughs> Katie Jones, we're in the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Maybe not in the middle, but we're in the pandemic. I thought you meant like a mask, like covering your mouth and your nose and that oh, kind yeah. of mask. I'm just sitting I'm just sitting at my house before I was on my porch with just a face mask on. Like what do you think? I'm the weirdo that drives with a face mask on. Um, I've done that before, but oh, oh my god, I don't under. It's like um the people that wear a condom when they're sleeping. Like it's not gonna <laughs> do anything. Is that is that a thing? That's like a thing. Like you'll see people that are walking. Okay, I don't obviously live in Toronto, so when I'm walking on like the sidewalk, I'm not gonna pass people. So maybe you wear a mask when you're like walking in downtown Toronto because you're gonna bump into people, I guess. But like there'll be people in the country town just like walking down the road all by themselves, no one else in sight with a mask on. It's like what like what are you protecting? Katie Jones, I wanted to do this episode because I know that you're quite busy right now, which you're gonna explain why and why you left us a little bit at is this adulthood? Um, I mean, you're always here in spirit and we love you, but I just want you to explain what's going on in your life. And then I want to explain what's going on in my life and give the, give the listeners some updates because the way that this schedule has worked is you and I haven't recorded, I think together since May, because you know, the way that the episodes were, were planned out, that's just how it worked. And then I did a couple episodes on my own with guests. So this is the first time you and I have actually recorded an episode in like three months. I know. Well, I'm pregnant. Are you? Socks. No. Are you, though? <laughs> no. Gosh, no. I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio as we speak. Oh, okay, so good thing that you're not pregnant. Yeah, no, I'm not pregnant. Um, To all of the listeners, I miss all of you guys. Ryan completely deleted me off the podcast. I'm no longer in the photo. <laughs> It's, hey, the- <laughs> <just> is- <laughs> it's like where did my pretty face go <laughs> i mean it's true but like <laughs> like wait way to make things official <laughs> like oh ryan i'm too busy okay delete <laughs> Katie, it's just so that people aren't confused because if they're seeing me and you and the face, you know, the faces of the show, but you haven't been on an episode in like four episodes or whatever, then people are going to get confused. They're going to be like, who's this? Well, good thing that you deleted me. No one can be confused now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. What am I doing? So all of our (laughs) listeners know, or if you're new to this, I work in uh, film and television. Which is, by the way, amazing. By the way, you you had talked about on the podcast, and I want you to explain your story. I just want to give a little bit of, I want to give some credit here, because you're going to talk about this, 
and you're going to do it in like five minutes and then that will be it. But I think you've got to, like, I would love for you to talk longer. I'm just saying, I think you've got to give yourself would some you? Cause you don't even here. want my face associated anymore. <laughs> Stop. No, but like you have been talking on this podcast about wanting to do a creative role and work in a creative industry and all of that for like over a year. And finally, you got to work on a TV set. You've got to learn even more leadership skills and work with a creative team and you love your team. I don't know. I just think that that's amazing. And you got to give yourself some major props for this. So I just want to add that in there. Uh, thank you. Those are very kind words. Um, yeah, so I work in film and TV. I won't say the production company I work with just because, you know, whatever. But um, I was with them for about two and a half, almost three months. And then the pandemic hit and just like everything else, we were shut down and I was not working from home just based on my position. I didn't really have stuff to do from home, but I stayed in contact with my company and with my department. Um, my department is the art department. So uh, basically anything that involves like set decorations or props is what I'm responsible for. I work with some badass women the art department is all women at this production company, which I love. Um, and so, yeah, anytime you're watching a movie or a TV show, anything from the carpet on the floor to the lamps, to the glass they're holding to X, Y, Z is us. So it's a very um, intense physical job. I love it so much. Um, so I have been back now for, I guess going on like two and a half, three months, which is great. Um, but because of COVID, we are working, not working, working, not working. Um, there's obviously a lot of different players that you have to consider um, in terms of being tested and making sure everyone involved is safe because for a while there you're supposed to, well, I mean, we're still supposed to social distance and have limited people but obviously making a tv show or a movie you have lighting you have a director you have camera you have a million pieces that make up the puzzle so because of that we are limited in how much we can produce and the people that we can have basically for lack of better terms so currently i am not working but I was working last week and I will be working next week. It's just kind of a roll the dice and kind of go with it right now. But uh, yeah, I love my job. It is fantastic. I love being on set. It's incredibly challenging in all of the best ways. So for that, I'm very grateful because to anyone that's been listening to this podcast for maybe even since we started, I was in hospitality for a long time, loved my job, knew it wasn't a forever career. So yeah, like things are great. I just wrapped up a movie that will be, uh, I guess, premiering around Christmas time. I won't say wow. the name, but if you are still with us around Christmas, I will, I will do another episode. Well, we'll do more between now and then, but yeah, so life is good. I finally painted my kitchen. Uh, I was pulling the green tape off today and it was sticking so much to the walls, like it wasn't pulling off beautifully. And that's because 
it's been taped for like a month and a half because <laughs> I'm a witch. Um, but Wait, yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, so my kitchen's painted. Um, my bathroom is going to start being under renovation by a contractor in the next couple weeks, hopefully. Uh, Jeff and I have bought everything for it. And yeah, I think that's that's it. My boyfriend and I are going to be celebrating our two years wow. in November. Wow. When we started the podcast, he was like a beginning thought. So that's crazy. Yeah. It's true. How, how about you? Like you're a producer in Ottawa. When did that happen? Okay, wait, before we jump to me. I'll stop swearing. Be, before before we get into that though, I want you to let listeners know why have you left us? Well, it's not that I wanted to, although Ryan was clearly happy because he just erased no. no, I was um, not happy. The honestly, the main reason is that when I'm in pre-production for a movie or a TV show, depending on what we're working on, I work normal hours, like nine to five. 10 to six, whatever. They're pretty normal. But when I'm filming, um, they are 12 to 15 hour days. And they're, I'm grateful that my production company is based out of Newmarket, which is quite close to where I live. So we often do record in and around where I'm living currently, but we sometimes don't. So when you account for me getting ready in the morning because I'm not someone that just like rolls out of bed and goes to work. I need like a solid hour and a half to myself because I have OCD. Um, plus the commuting time, plus the 12 to 15 hour days, plus the commute home. I'm sometimes looking at like a 17, 18 hour day. And when we're filming, that's five days a week for about three weeks. So I don't really have a lot of time to do this and as ryan knows when we do podcasts that aren't just us like having banter i like to do my research my homework and i mm -hmm. felt like i wasn't going to be able to do that so instead of it being a frustrating up and down situation i thought ryan's the better one in this dynamic anyways you go Stop. you spread your little baby wings and when I can come on as an update, like we're doing right now, or as a co-host one day, and I'm free, then I'm so happy to do that. But at the same time, I'm too busy to pretend like I can fit it in my schedule right now when I can't. And I don't want to ever be a waste on anyone's time, especially yours, Ryan. So for now, I'm just your girl, Katie, that's popping in every once in a while, I guess, but I do miss it. I miss it very much. But can we talk about the potential co-host? Okay, yeah, let's do that. But I also wanna just touch on that for a minute. Obviously we missed you on the podcast and it was it was like a hard you know discussion that you and I had because it was like, okay, Katie, can you commit this amount of time per month? Because you know we're doing bi-weekly, we're releasing at least two episodes a month and you know, can we commit to this? And it was like, okay, well, with my new job, these are the hours. And with your new job, these are the hours. And I think as we just started to realize like our hours weren't matching up, it's like, when would we be able to record together? And like, you obviously want 
you know, some weekend time off because that's your only time off, right? So like, I, I think we came to a good decision and I'm glad that you were so mature with it because you know, I know how much you enjoy doing this and I know you know how much I enjoy doing it, whether it's the interviewing part or even like the editing is fun too. And, you know, so I'm glad that you weren't like, you know what, shut it down until I'm ready to come back on. You were like, you know what, Ryan, find another co-host or have guests on uh, or, or have guests on and have me on and you were just, I, I appreciate that. You were really mature. It's exactly what you said. You were like, spread your wings. And I appreciate that. So thank you. Oh, you make me emotional. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate you. And um, you, our dynamic is unbeatable. And you always make me laugh. Like, I never laugh that way with like <laughs> most people. You're just like, you crack me up. So, but yeah, so Taylor Blixt who has been on a recent episode talking about men's mental health and is on an upcoming episode talking about self-love, which is coming out two weeks from today. We've been recording the podcast and, uh, you know, we've been trying to do some video content too, like recording us recording the podcast. And I think people have really enjoyed that. And he's been sharing it with his friends and we've gotten a lot of really great feedback about the dynamic. And so I mentioned to Katie, I'm like, hey, I've been thinking about maybe asking Taylor to continue to co-host with me and I asked Katie what she thought. And um, uh, basically one of her first things was he has a great smile. He has the most <laughs> he, amazing smile. He does have such a great smile. And then you're like, not that that matters, but like, you know, your dynamic is really great too. So Katie, do you, I have your blessing to let Taylor Blix come on and continue to co-host with me? Yeah. No, yes, you do. As much as I have currently taken a back seat, I will always feel like it is Ryan and Katie against the world when it comes to our broadcast like endeavors together oh, yeah. and whether they're career-wise or just as a hobby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course I do. I have met him. We went out for drinks and dinner on your birthday. I forgot last that. Last year. It was, was two years. Year? It would have been 20. Yeah. It would have been 2019. It would have yeah, been 2019. And they were sold out of your cheesy garlic sticks or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I have met him and he's a very charismatic person, which I think is so important in terms of the broadcast world, the podcast world, because you know, it's, yeah, we're going into a COVID time. So a lot of people are doing video podcasts, which is great, like you guys have done together. But again, it's I think it's so reliant on your voice and your charisma and your opinions and your attention to detail through just, you know, your own voice. And I think he does a really good job at that. So I wish you all the best. But bitch, if I want to come back, you better <laughs> yes. be ready for that. Oh, of course. You're always welcome back. And there's, there's no, uh, you know, Taylor's amazing, but I mean, you're our dynamic. Like, I mean, you can't even, if you can't even bottle can't that up, even. you can't, and I'm you know sorry. What? And Taylor's amazing. And I love our dynamic too. I'm just saying like you and I, I'm sure many people would love to bottle it up. They can't. No, they can't. And, you know, just like quickly reiterating, I feel like this is the best decision for this podcast for you, for me, in the sense of 
my schedule is so hard to work with. I mean, I'm up at 5.30 when I'm filming and I'm home at eight. And then yeah. I just want to have a glass of wine and be with my boyfriend. I don't really want to do anything other than that. And I knew it was going to be unfair for it to be like a weekly kind of back and forth thing. You are amazing, Ryan. You are the fuel behind this podcast. I'm sure everybody knows you don't. Ryan does all of the editing. I basically just show up and don't shut up. And Ryan does everything else after that. So you are the driving force behind this podcast. And you deserve any co-host that makes you feel confident and happy and excited. And so, yeah, I wish you guys the best. I mean... He's got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> but uh, out, I think it's going to be a really good thing. And when you want to have me on, I am yeah. more than happy to, you know, just a lot of nonsense. Okay, so you'll, you'll make some room in your schedule. Yes, I will. I definitely okay. will. I have to because this is so much to me. So just like anyone around our age that they're trying to make it in their, it's their main focus, just like your friend Harris that we had, who's the real estate agent. I mean, he was talking about prioritizing his friends and his family and everything. He's trying to make himself as a real estate agent. And unfortunately, a lot of other important things in your life can take a backseat, whether you're okay with it or when you're just trying to make it. And I didn't actually go to film school, although I did study journalism and broadcasting. So it's under the cella, but I didn't go to film school. So I have to prove myself that much more. And because of that, it is my main focus. So this podcast does not deserve to have a co-host that's not giving it 100%. And I can't. So with that, I pass the torch. Oh, well, Katie, you know, it's funny that you say that you get home at like seven or eight. Sorry, you said you get home around eight. I go to bed before that point now with my new schedule. So it just proves more yes, and more that our schedules are not work out. Let's talk about your job. Well, yeah, it's so it's interesting. So over the last four months since March, when I was laid off from my communications job with the travel company, which was a really great experience, I had an awesome team. But of course, travel was affected deeply by the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm not sure if I've talked about that on the like podcast that, or not. Nobody travels, so a lot sucks. of people aren't traveling right now, right? So that industry, it's it's tough out there for anyone working in it. And it was a cool company, cool team, cool office. I was in, working downtown Toronto every day or every weekday. And yeah, it was a cool experience, but I got laid off, you know? So I had to decide what was next. So I, over the four months, I applied to 40 jobs out of those 40, and I'm just giving context because there may be people that have applied to less, there could be people that have applied to more for more. I'm just giving context because I feel like people see that you get a new job and they're like, oh, wow, like I haven't got a new job and I've only got two interviews out of, you know, X amount of places I've applied to. Well, I'm giving context so that you know that I was turned down many times before I got my current job. I got four interviews out of those 40 applications that I had sent out. Those 40 applications spanned across you know, Canada. I was applying to a bunch of jobs in BC. And in fact, at one point, as Katie knows, I was planning to move out to BC before my current opportunity yeah, came along. Sure. And I had applied to jobs out there and they just kept falling through. And then I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to Vancouver anyways. So I started looking into a place and I had an amazing landlord that I've been talking to when I was, you know, interviewing for a job. That job didn't work out. The other jobs in BC didn't work out. And I still was like, I'm going to get this place. And it was a great place. And it was down to me and another person. And the night before I was going to FaceTime with the landlord, I was thinking this isn't this isn't right for me to sign a 12-month lease when I don't even have a job. If I don't have a job by October, this would have been in like, I think June or July, maybe June, end of May into June. And um, if I if I didn't have a job by you know October, then I may have to break this lease. And that's not fair to my landlord, right? And so I was tossing and turning. I literally, Katie, got only like an hour of sleep that night. I could not. Oh, I can I was, imagine. I was just like trying to figure it out. And I felt bad because this lady was so nice. Oh, so yeah. we got on. While you keep telling your story, I'm just going to pour myself some wine. Continue. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So I got on the FaceTime the next morning and before I could even say anything, the landlord said, you know, Ryan, this was a tough decision. I really like you, but I had to go with the business decision and I decided to choose the the other person looking to lease my place that has a full-time job offer or full-time job. No, no, no. She was great. I was going to tell her the same thing. That's the thing with this story is that I was going to tell her the same thing because it didn't feel right that I'd sign a 12-month lease with her not knowing whether I was going to get a job for sure or not in Vancouver, right? So I was like, you know what? I totally agree. And that was it. And we've stayed in touch, right? Because she's just a cool lady. Then I was looking into getting an Airbnb in Vancouver and just renting for a month or two and applying to jobs. I got my oil changed in my car because I knew I was going to be driving to Vancouver, like, you know, 4,000 kilometers or whatever. I had a friend, Ivana, who um, designed our logo for our podcast when we first started the Shout podcast. Shout out to you, Love Avana, you. She's been on the podcast twice and Katie loves her. And Love uh, so much. She's the best. She's amazing. And um, so she was going to come out there with me and then fly back home. She was literally coming for the road trip and to support me in my move. So I told her that I was planning to go. We were excited. We were planning different stops along the way. I made an itinerary. And then that night, which was the next night after the whole landlord thing, all these Airbnbs that I was applying to started falling through. They just weren't working out. And I tossed and turned and I thought about it. And I texted Ivana, I think late night. And I was like, hey, I'm getting cold feet. Ivana was like, you know what? Do whatever decision's best for you. I'm not going to hold it against you. This is, this is all about you and what you want to do. Super supportive. Even though she was excited to do the road trip. So I slept on it and I woke up in the morning. Well, actually that night I was already kind of decided, but you know, I slept on it still. And I decided that it wasn't the right decision to go to Vancouver because it didn't feel right. It felt like I was forcing fate. And sometimes when you force fate, I find that it blows up in your face, you know, because you're forcing it. You're not letting it happen naturally. Right. So I decided not to go to Vancouver. Then within two or three weeks from that point, I got offered this job in Ottawa, which is working as a producer for a television show. It's an amazing opportunity. It's an amazing team. It's in Ottawa, Canada. And so my plan already was to move out by the fall because, you know, I've never really lived in my own place. You know, I've lived at university in the dorms, but other than that, I've lived with family my whole life. So I knew that in the fall at 28 years old, I wanted to, by the fall, have my own place, right? one bedroom or studio, whatever that may be. So I got this job in Ottawa, which meant I had to move out of Toronto. And the job was an amazing opportunity, great team. So I accepted it. And I literally had three weeks from that date to before I started. 
I'm pretty sure it's three weeks. Yeah, because I, I asked for an extension till August 10th and they ended up giving it to me, which was amazing. But yeah, I had three weeks from that date to move my entire life from Toronto to Ottawa and get settled in and then start a new job. And here we are. I'm in Ottawa. I have a one bedroom place. I love my place. Katie, you're going to have to visit. I, I absolutely I absolutely love my neighborhood. I'm like a 30 minute walk from the beach. I didn't even know that there are beaches in Ottawa. I'm sorry for anyone from Ottawa out there. I just didn't know. And I love Ottawa. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's so chill. I have my own place. I have this awesome job, awesome team. And it just goes to show you that everything happens for a reason, in my opinion. Sometimes we don't know what that reason is. Sometimes it's a really crappy thing that may happen, like not in this situation, but you know, in life, you may be like, what is the reason for this? And maybe you figure it out later what it is. But in this moment, everything happened so seamlessly with me getting the job and then getting my top choice for places here and everything like, you know, even from the fact that I needed a TV stand. And as I'm picking up stuff from my parents' place, someone is getting rid of their TV stand. It's literally the guy is about to throw it in the garbage. And I get that. And then I needed bar stools. And as I'm moving out of my condo, someone is also moving out of their condo and they had a pile that they're going to throw out. And in that pile were two beautiful bar stools. So it's like all these things with this Ottawa move and the job just happen so seamlessly and so naturally that I know that it's meant to be. And that feels really good. I feel really happy in my life right now. And I'm just really glad. I'm just glad that everything has worked out and that I have great friends like you in my life to support me. And you've always been supportive and pushing for me to get my own place and to pursue my dreams. Oh, and, I'm yeah. and I'm working back in TV, which is, you know, what I was focused on. And I switched into so because I couldn't that. get a like, full-time job in TV. And now I have a full-time job in TV, which yeah, is Let's talk awesome. about your full-time job in TV. So like, what does your day look like as a producer for such a massive network in the capital of the country. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a range of things. I, I, I'm going to be writing the news. I'm still training on, on this as we speak. Um, but I'm, I'm writing the news daily. We have different news hits throughout the show. And um, so I'm writing the different news um, hits, put picking uh, stories for the lineup to put into the, the news, um, breaking stories. Uh, I can be writing... Uh, picking the visuals for the stories, putting in the graphics for what's appearing on air, um, also booking guests that are talking to the hosts, uh, preparing the hosts for, I mean, they're all super professional, but making sure that they feel prepared for the interviews with the guests. Yeah, like producing overall, just helping with the production of the show and the behind the scenes and the writing and the booking the guests and the writing the news. So what I wanted to ask you was, were you nervous to start your new job? And before you answer this, I was actually thinking about this when you told me about the job and all of the big changes that were happening. It's like, I've known Ryan through a lot of different jobs, school, obviously. You have never been nervous. You are so confident and sure of yourself, which if any of our listeners don't know you, Take that as such a positive thing. By no way do I mean cocky, arrogant, just things that his shit doesn't smell. Like, you know what you have to give and how hard you're going to work. I feel like because of that, you're never nervous. Okay, we get the whole, like, 
new job kind of like jittery bugs, but yeah. you have never ever felt like, as far as I'm concerned, am I going to be good enough? Am I going to be able to meet the job description as much as they are hoping that I can? Because you work your ass off and you are so good at everything that you do that when I was like, oh, I wonder if he's nervous. I was like, he's probably not. He's probably going to walk in there like, I'm the new producer. Watch me work. <laughs> no, okay. I do get I, nervous. I mean it in a good way. I don't mean it like you're over the top and like cocky. I just mean it that you know the work that you can produce. You know the work that you're going to put into it. And why should you be nervous? Because you're awesome and you're going to work your ass off. So really... Aww. Like there's well, no reason to be like nervous. Well, first of all, literally like tears are almost coming to my eyes because what you just said was was so sweet and so nice. And that means a lot to me because I may not present myself as nervous because most situations I just, I have to turn it on. Like I have to not be nervous because I'm in the situation, but I for sure still get nervous. I still get nervous before a job. I still get, I definitely go through those thoughts of, am I going to be good enough? Or, sorry. Am, I definitely go through those thoughts of, am I going to be good enough? What if I mess up? And then, you know, I lose the job. Like I hundred percent go through that. Maybe I don't always present it. And I could see that why, why you think that I'm not nervous because I just have to turn it on. And maybe it's a defense mechanism almost where I try not to show it, but I do get nervous. And I, there, there are pieces of me as I learn all the technical skills that I'm learning for this role. Um, you remember iNews, Katie from our days in uh, journalism school. So there's a lot of iNews that's happening and, and putting in the lineups and writing scripts and all that. And um, there, you know, there's some technical skills I have to learn. And obviously I'm nervous because I haven't done iNews in so long and I'm learning all these skills. But at the end of the day, you're right in the fact of, I'm confident that they hired me for a reason. They believe I can do this job. I do believe that I can do this job and I know that it's all going to work out. And as much as I'm nervous and I always get this with new jobs where I'm like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I'm just nervous that I'm going to mess up and things like that. As much as I get like that with new jobs, it always works out. You know, a couple weeks in, you're like, okay, I can do this. You know, once you get over that hump of like, I can do this and you learn the skills that you need to learn, then you're smooth sailing. So you know, I'm still in the beginner stages. I'm still learning a lot. And I will say that I do get nervous with like any kind of new job and new setting, but it's interesting. This Ottawa thing with moving and getting the place and getting the job overall, I would say that I wasn't super nervous because it all felt so seamless. And I feel like I know you and I love talking about love and dating. And I feel like that's going to be how it's no. going to be with my man. No, it is. It's going to be with whoever my future husband is out there. Hello, if you're listening to this in the future. Hi, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's how it's going to be. Everything with this move and this new job felt so seamless. It still feels so natural. Everyone is so nice. Everything is working out. I'm just going to throw a story out there real quick. The first day that I moved in, Katie, to this place, there was another guy who was moving his stuff in, and his name was also Ryan, and he also lived on the same floor as me, and he also was moving from another city, and so he was new to Ottawa, and we became friends. So already, I made a new friend within an hour of moving in, maybe even less than an hour. 
Really? That's awesome. So I'm just saying that everything worked out. And I'm sure one day when I meet my future partner, everything is just going to happen seamlessly. But no, I do get nervous, Katie. You are going to meet Mr. Forever Man out there in Ottawa because we're not going to bring up the company that you worked for before COVID. They were great. What an awesome opportunity, but it was never like really what you truly wanted. Although I know you had a great time, but you are a city boy and you needed to be in broadcast to some degree. You were doing the marketing for this awesome company. And I know that you were really happy, but you're now in a city. It may not be Toronto, but you're in a city and you're the producer. No, sir. Like, what the hell? Like, I feel like I'm going to walk the red carpet as your date one day. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's actually, it's actually, Ryan, like, it's so exciting. Like, That's what really you're doing nice. is so exciting. Like, who would have thought? I mean, I would have thought everybody that knows you that this is the perfect job for you, but like, you're a freaking producer in Ottawa. Like, yeah. what? That is so incredible. You should be so proud. I know you come from like such a humble and amazing family. I know how proud they are of you. Yeah. It's just, it's so wonderful. Like I can't picture a better situation for you at the moment, you know, and you're going to meet Mr. Wonderful. I'm so, I'm honest. I love you so much. You know that, but I'm so proud of you. I like, I am so proud of you. You're giving me chills. No, legit though. You're so right. But we were young kids during our post-grad. I mean, we were little kids with like big dreams. You were like 19, weren't you? And I was 22. I was, no, I wasn't 19. No. You were 20. I was, I think, 20 or 21. And you you were young. almost 30 now like we were like young don't say that don't say that we're almost 30 stop we are oh my gosh i don't feel like we were young kids with big dreams and you and i were very similar like we're the life of the party we can never shut up we like to be friends with everybody and we got along like right from the hop and we supported each other and like our dreams and like what we wanted in the future. And we've always been there for each other, despite any fights we've had, we've always had each other's backs. And now like one of my best friends is a producer for a massive network in Ottawa. Like I could not be prouder. Thank you so much, Katie. And I just want you to know that I'm very proud of you too. You set your eye on the prize as far as what you wanted. I know that you always wanted to find someone that you could live with and, you know, be able to have that experience of, you know, building a home in a way. I know you've done a lot of renovations with your boyfriend on your place and be surrounded by animals. And then that was the first goal that you accomplished. And I don't know if you look back and look at all the things that you've talked about and how you've been accomplishing it over the two years. Your next goal was to get more experience and, um, you know, take on a more leadership role and get more creativity. You started to do that at your parents' pub. And then your next thing was to get into a creative role. 
a new role. You loved working at the pub. You loved working with the people, but you were ready to, you know, step outside of hospitality and step into the creative world. And then you got this amazing job uh, at a company that's producing tons of Canadian television and uh, film content. And it's like right in your neck of the woods as far as you don't have to drive into Toronto. I know how much you don't like driving into Toronto. Look at all of the things that you've accomplished too. I am so proud of you. And I just think that the main thing that I would ever want for you is that you're happy. And I, I can tell that you're really happy at this point in your life. And I feel really happy at this point in my life. And I just want to say that I'm so proud of us. Oh, I love you. I love you too. And I'm so glad that we did this update episode too, because, you know, I feel like the listeners have been invested in us and our story for so long. So I think it's only fair to update the listeners and let them know that we're both doing really well and that we're so thankful for them for listening and supporting us throughout this crazy journey of realizing what adulthood looks like. And I'm telling you, living in my oh my own God, place, I'm really adulthood. starting to realize, I'm starting to realize that this is adulthood. Oh my God. Well, I just need to find a man now and then I will be like, and get married and have kids and have a golden retriever. And then I'll be like, this is adulthood. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I feel like this is kind of my, my, you know, I will be back. Let me get emotional. I feel like it's a little bit of my, like I said before, passing the torch. Um, too long and too corny and without crying my eyes out. Oh, stop. So much, Ryan. I have had so much fun on this podcast. I can't thank you enough. And Taylor, if you listen to this one, which bitch, you should do your homework. <laughs> uh, I, You're going to have so much fun with Ryan. And by the way, if you meet up to record, he's going to force you to go for lunch. He's going <laughs> to eat something fattening so he can <laughs> eat something fattening. It's going to be a Stop. fattening situation together. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, I mean, I have had such a great experience and I mean, even just like meeting Avon, doing our logo and even being at my apartment, remember when you couldn't find parking that time and all of those <laughs> memories, I'll remember them and you're going to do great things with this and I, I love you and thank you for such an incredible experience. And this isn't goodbye forever. This is a see you soon. And this is uh, this is like when the Real Housewives leave the show for a while, and then they come on, and they they're like in like, guest I'm spots. I'm not Randy Glanville, Jesus. No, I know. And then sometimes they even come back for a whole season. So I mean, Katie Jones, the door is always open. You let me know once your schedule gets less busy, and we will find a way to get you on. And because this is this is you know our baby, and just like Sassy and Classy was her baby, and I just. I'm thankful for you. And I think that, oh my gosh, you're going to make me cry now, Katie. I, know, I think legit though, legit. Like I feel like at the moment that I started the podcast with you, I felt like it was a time in my life where I was really figuring out what was next. And 
I think when we first started talking about the podcast, I just decided that I was going to go back to school for public relations and it was a big decision. And I was working in retail and I'd stepped away from the creative for, you know, probably two years at that point. And I just felt kind of maybe lost. And I felt like, you know, I'm going into this new program, which is exciting. But before I was even in the program, because we started recording in like November, 2018, I, to have this outlet, to meet with you as a best friend and, and talk to you and have all those chats before we recorded and after we recorded and our drinks, you know, we'd have a couple of drinks and just have chat sessions and have Domino's pizza. I just want to thank you for that because all those times meant so much to me. And I think that it added this whole other element um, to my life and being able to do that with you and get creative again and edit. And, you know, it's probably even helped me land my current job because, you know, they saw that I've been producing and editing a podcast. I mean, I talked about it in the interview and, you know, then they could see all the different topics that we've covered. And so I just want to thank you because you've been a part of this journey from the beginning. It's been our journey and thank you to the listeners for listening as well. But I just want you to know, Katie, that you really, I always wanted to do something again with you. And I know we talked about it on Sassy and Classy and doing a podcast. And then we finally, we did it. And thank you for giving me this creative outlet. Oh, and, well, and for being there with me from the beginning. Honestly, like, again, thank you. Like I said, we met when we were young. And then I feel like when we started this podcast, we were obviously older, but really trying to figure out like the next stage we built that education behind us strong work ethic and again you went back to school like you were but we were ready and i mean we started as ryan and katie and and now you live in ottawa and have this amazing career and i'm going on two years in an amazing relationship and a new career like we've done a lot of growing up together yeah. So for that, I thank you. I love you. And Taylor, you better kick some ass or I'm going to kick you out. No. Just kidding. I'm so supportive of it. Um, yeah. I love you, Ryan. And thanks. I love you too. Thank you for this opportunity. And I know that you're going to take our podcast in many beautiful directions and I'll be back. Exactly. And where can the listeners find you on social media? Zero <laughs> uh, one <laughs> Katie Jones on Twitter and KTEE Jones on Instagram. Amazing. And just I... type in the prettiest bitch on Facebook and my. <laughs> Of course. And uh, my Instagram is at Ryan Durgy, R-Y-A-N-D-U-R-G-Y. And my Twitter is the same. And then the podcast Instagram is at Is This Adulthood? And the podcast Twitter is at ITA underscore podcast. I don't know why Katie always, I don't know if she's laughing right now, but she always used to laugh at the, the Twitter username. I don't know why. Oh my God. I will forever laugh at that. But listeners, it's been a blast. I thank you all so much. And uh, now it's Ryan and Taylor's job. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a glass of wine in my honor. Don't, you're acting like you're dying. <laughs> Let's I not don't get... I'm dying. No, you're acting like we need to mourn you and have a glass, like, cheers to you. Like, as if you're dying. You're not dying. I feel like I'm dying.
dying, Ryan. Wait, why do you think that you're dying? No, I don't actually feel like I'm dying, but like I actually genuinely am like emotional over this. I'm emotional too. Why don't you just change your decision right now? <laughs> no, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> why, yeah, Kitty? Why don't you change your decision? <laughs> All of a sudden, the tears get wiped from your eyes. You're like, no, no, no. You and Taylor are good. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, you psychopath. Bye.